0: Hey, and welcome to another episode of Endurance Minded. I'm your host, Taylor Thomas, founder and coach at Thomas Endurance Coaching. And on this episode, we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're going to do our first mini-sode. Um, we've been getting a lot of questions since we launched Endurance Minded, and I thought that this format uh, would be a good way to uh, to answer one of those questions, uh, and I'll get into what that uh, what that is uh, in, in just a minute. But... Um, uh, I I want endurance minded to be uh to be a resource for athletes first and foremost I want it to be something that's valuable something that um has uh takeaways uh every episode uh for athletes no matter their ability no matter their background no matter what their goals are and so my hope is that in this minisode um I'll be able to provide uh some of those in a little bit more directed way um and I'm just going to answer uh, a question that I that I've gotten asked a lot uh, that that uh, folks that have reached out both uh, to endurance minded but also um, to to me directly and then through through TEC as well. So this is something that I want to keep going. Um, I think we'll interject uh, minisodes uh, every so often as we get get questions. So um, so feel free to reach out to info at thomasendurancecoaching dot com. You can send. Any questions related to the podcast, anything you'd like, you'd like us to touch on uh, in Endurance Minded, um, and, and I, I think this is going to be a really, uh, a really cool and kind of exciting um, tangent uh, outside of our, our interviews, which uh, we, of course, are going to, to continue to do. We have lots lined up uh, already for the new year, so, so stay tuned for that, but, um, but this is going to be uh, a way for me to kind of get at some of these direct questions that the folks that folks have. So again, info at thomasendurancecoaching dot com, and uh, and we'll we'll get to these questions and some of these minisodes uh, in the coming year. So to dive right in, um, one of the questions that that I get a lot uh, or have been getting a lot uh, coming into the winter season and as we think about uh, goals for two thousand and twenty is uh, is how to stay motivated during the winter so a lot of athletes have have a really hard time figuring out what to do with their winter season uh and this is assuming that that the winter season is traditionally a season uh, or a time period where where you're not racing so uh, a lot of us in the northern hemisphere um, uh, a lot of folks that are racing more traditional race calendars be it mountain bike road ultra running, um, a lot of, a lot of the disciplines, um, that, that we, that we're interested in, that, that we work with as coaches and that, that, uh, as we participate in as athletes, um, a lot of these disciplines require that the winter season is, is kind of our transition season or, you know, off season or, or whatever you want to call it. But it's also a time where folks have a really, um, a really hard time figuring out what to do and, and they, they have a really hard time staying motivated. So that's a question that, that we've gotten through Endurance Minded. I've touched on some of these concepts that I'll dive into in, in various episodes uh, on the podcast, but I'm going to get at them directly and, and hopefully kind of give uh, give you guys some tools to to use coming into the new year, Some some things to maybe think about and chew on if you're in this position where you're not feeling super motivated or you're not really clear about your direction in terms of training um, these the hope is that some of these things uh, you can kind of pick and choose from and uh, and apply them to your to your own training so again um, primary question is how do we stay motivated during the winter in regards to to training in regards to fitness um, to, to kind of you know continuing the trajectory of what we were doing during the during the, the late uh, summer and fall. So uh, I'm going to hit on three specific um, topics that I think are going to be uh, kind of most applicable or areas where I see the opportunity for most uh, improvement in terms of kind of the mental and the physical aspects of, of motivation. So the first one is, I, I think it's really important to find your why outside of racing. So we've talked about uh, on Endurance Minded uh, this idea of finding your why, right? And and that's intrinsic motivators and extrinsic motivators. So so what is it that, that gets you excited about um, your sport, your discipline? What is it that keeps you motivated, that keeps you training, keeps you excited, keeps you pushing for more? And that really you know, is kind of this quintessential why, right? Why are you doing it? And and I think it's really important, and I've made the argument <clears throat> many times over, that the why can't be um, race-related, meaning that your why can't be solely that you want to win a race, or that you want to podium, or that you want to finish a particular distance. Um, the why has to be um more deeply rooted than that. Um, and the reason that I feel that way is because I see so often that if the why is solely linked to race performance, that it 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 sets athletes up for failure. Um, because a race is is one day or maybe it's a series of days. But it's it's a blip on the calendar. It's a blip on the career uh, of an athlete, right? Uh, assuming that that you want to do it for many, many seasons, um, a race is a very, very small part of, of that uh, of the big picture, right? Meaning all of the training hours, all of the dedication, the mental and physical preparation that goes into to being your best self, to pursuing your goals, to setting aggressive goals and and making those progressive. um, A race is a very small piece of that. And so if your why is wrapped up in in race day performance, um, that makes it very hard to stay motivated when you're not in close proximity to your race. So when you shift your why or when you when you uncover what your why is outside of race day, um then that it becomes much clearer why these different seasons matter and, and what you want to accomplish or what you can accomplish during these different time periods. Um, so I'm not saying that 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 you can't be motivated that your uh that your extrinsic motivator can't be race performance absolutely right it's good to do um to to set aggressive goals when it comes to race performance if that's something that is a goal of yours um it's okay that that you want to win or that you want to win your age group or podium or, or do better than last year um those are all fine but what i'm saying is that can't be all that you hang your hat on because racing is dynamic um There's a lot that goes into race performance, and you might do all the right things, and it still doesn't go how you planned. Um, So finding uh, what it is that drives you outside of that singular event or that that group of of events is really, really important to your longevity as an athlete. And again, that really is going to help shape how you feel about the, the winter because you're gonna realize that that it's not about proximity to racing, it's about your longevity uh, as an athlete, and, and what you do in these in-between times really matters uh, in terms of you know what your performance looks like during the kind of quote-unquote season. So take some time, if you don't have the answer to that question, if you don't know what your why is, or if someone, if I was to ask that question, and your initial response is to win races. I'd encourage you to take a step back and, and really think through what it is that, that motivates you or what's your, what's your why outside of racing. And I think when you find that, it's, it's really much easier uh, and much more clear um, as to the steps that, that you need to take during the kind of dark days of winter to set yourself up for success um, during the race season. So that's number one, find your why outside of racing. Um, and and that has a host of, of, uh, positive effects, both mentally and emotionally as well. And how you position yourself within kind of your identity as an athlete, um, how you think about your training. Uh, so, So that really is a valuable tool over and above staying motivated during the winter. But, um, from the perspective of kind of a timely practice as an athlete there really is a lot of value in in thinking about that and then thinking about what that means if if it's not about race day um, and it's not about proximity to racing then what does that mean for for this time of year so take some time figure out what your why is outside of racing Um, i think that really is, is is number one number two is um this idea that um a lot of athletes I, I've talked to and run into and, and reach out to us at TEC, I see that they're um they're they're kind of forcing their primary discipline this time of year. The the thought oftentimes is that if you're not spending maximal amounts of time focused on your primary discipline, meaning if you're a runner, then you're running uh mostly if you're a cyclist you're you know riding so on and so forth if you're not spending your time doing those things then you're you're losing fitness or you're not um, you're not moving the needle and so so the way that I think about this or or what I'll say about this idea is that if if continuing to run or continuing to ride or continuing to Practice your primary discipline is something that's exciting to you. If that's a motivator, if, if you're excited to continue to ride, continue to run uh, in the winter, then by all means, continue to do that. Do it in the right ways. Do it you know, in the appropriate volume, intensity, and so on. Um, but that's great. But what I see happen a lot of times, or maybe more often, is that it feels, it feels forced. Um, it feels like um the athlete you know you got to get outside it's snowing um it's raining, it's cold uh the roads are a mess there's there's you know access to to your discipline becomes very challenging and so when all signs point to no, allow yourself some flexibility or or some some the opportunity to step back and and simply do something else right if if you live in a place where there's feet of snow on the ground and you don't have uh access to you know good fat bike riding um or that's not something that you're interested in pursuing don't don't force yourself to to do more than you need to um in regards to your primary discipline switch it up go skiing uh go for a snowshoe cross country ski downhill ski backcountry ski right well, whatever it is it's okay you don't have to go against the grain and what that you know when you when you do force it um, that really just just wears you down right it's hard to maintain motivation when it feels like a job um, and there's a time and a place during the race season where you might have to you know get up earlier than you'd like or you might have to make some adjustments in your schedule to, to get in that key workout or to get in your long run or long ride, um, but the wintertime really isn't the time to do that for most people, and so when you force it, um, it it just wears you down and 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 you really pull from your motivation that you have during the race season, so that really can begin to set the stage for uh, for early burnout right if you you can only stay excited for so long and and when it when it feels like a chore, when it feels like a job, um that's going to be uh it's going to be hard for you to stay motivated when it when the season comes around and you are going to have to make those those, you know, those tough days happen. You're going to have to push and fight for those long sessions, for those hard interval days, um fitting in more volume into your uh in into your other responsibilities you know hectic uh work family you know all of these things that that all of us are juggling um in and among your training schedule um it's it it's you, you can only sustain you know that pace for so long and so i really encourage you to think about whether it feels forced or not now again if you live in a place where it's sunny and and it doesn't get cold and you really truly enjoy the the pursuit of your primary discipline and and that doesn't, you know, then this doesn't apply to you. You can you can use these other tools we're going to talk about. But if you're in a place or you're in a position where it's where it's feeling forced, um then allow yourself some flexibility to maybe trade in one or two of those days that you were trying to get out or or trying to force, you know, a, a particular session that just d- didn't feel right and uh and replace it with something else that that kind of goes with the season, right? Again, it could be a snow sport. Um it could be a strength training session. You know, take something take it to the gym or or to your home gym or inside and um do something that feels appropriate for for the time of year. Uh, and, and the seasons and the, the weather and, and, you know, what, whatever the circumstances are. Um, you know, and th- that's really going to just help with that kind of sustainability and longevity piece. We always want to think about what are we doing now to set ourselves up for success during the season? Meaning, what do we do during the winter to to set ourselves up for a successful race season? And one of the biggest things that we can do now is position ourselves in a positive space mentally to be able to tackle the rigors of race season. So, so many people think about it, uh, and rightfully so. But so many people think about it in terms of um, uh, of fitness and, and and you know workouts, and and that's that's all well and good. There's a, there's certainly uh, that's part of the discussion. You know, we need to be doing the right workouts during the winter. We need to be controlling volume, operating at the right intensity, thinking about how to bolster uh weaknesses and and you know build on our strengths but all that being said we have to ma- manage and balance um you know kind of our our you know emotional um tank right and we, we can't bleed that dry in the winter um by by pushing and pushing and 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 kind of you know drawing from that motivation that we need to be able to give during the race season, so think about doing something else or 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 allow yourself to be critical um, about your approach and, and if again, if it feels forced, give yourself the opportunity uh, or the option to to maybe not go against the grain and do something that 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 feels right, and a little more appropriate, and that's going to go a really long way in feeling motivated during the winter season, but also having motivation to give during the race season. So that's number two. Don't don't force it. Um, And then number three is knowing for a fact that the work that is done in the winter season is is moving the needle. Right. So, again, this is a little bit kind of tangential to Number one, the first point we talked about, about finding your why, but this idea that the proximity to race season really dictates how and the importance that we place on particular workouts, right? So if we're 12 weeks out from an A race, it's really easy to see that line, right? We know that the the workouts we do now, um, you know, in this, you know, 12, eight to 12 week period before a primary or a goal race, um, we know that that's, that's getting us in, in in race shape. Um, so we can really easily connect the dots there. It's much harder to connect the dots when you're six months away from, a, from an A race. And, and I get that. And, and, you know, we're all in that position. But I think one of the things that kind of goes into that or, or leads us into that mindset is that we don't think that the workouts we're doing this time of year uh, move the needle, right? We, we can't as easily connect those dots. But the foundational work um that we do now the individualized work the level of focus that we're able to have that's what sets the tone for any success during the race season and and i'll i'll quantify that a little more with with a uh a concept that i like to talk about uh, or have talked about in the past which is this idea of being proactive versus reactive so Proactive is what we can do during the winter season. We can do a post-season review. We can look for strengths and weaknesses, or we can identify strengths and weaknesses. We can talk about or look for um, kind of uh, you know holes in our armor during particular races where we went wrong, what we did right. We can take all of this information that we learned from the season, and we can apply it to very individualized training so that's being proactive right we're we're taking uh positive steps towards individualized work that's going to um, help us build on uh on what we did in the past season so that proactivity is really really the most critical thing we can do for any success that we have during the race season and that has to be done uh, during the winter, uh, because there's also a time when, um, we, we need to, to, you know, to do a proper build up for, for racing. And we need to, uh, start that at a particular time because we don't have any control over the race calendar. And so that really leads me into the, the other side of that, which is being reactive, right? And so when we set out a race calendar and we set out our goals for the season, we don't have any control over the timing of those goals. Um, so so we're essentially handed a race calendar, right? We have things that we're interested in doing, uh, particular disciplines that happen in a particular time of year. Whatever it is, we don't have a say in that as athletes. And so we're handed this race calendar and that's when we are we're forced to react to that race calendar, meaning based on the goals that we lay out We backdate that and we say, okay, well, 12 to 16 weeks from this first priority race, we're going to need to start to ramp things up. We're going to need to move into maybe a more traditional build period. So that's more volume, more intensity. The intensity matches the the race intensity. Uh, It matches the course profile. It matches how we think the field's going to behave. Um, Whatever it is, we're now reacting to to the race calendar, to who shows up, to what the course profile looks like. Um, And that's okay, but we don't want to be in that reactive state year-round, right? We want to always be able to go back to being proactive. When we get into the heart of the race season, uh, a lot of people do multiple races. Um, And so then we become very reactive because we do a race, we have to recover, we have to learn from what, uh, what happened during the race, whether that's, you know, things we did right or things we did wrong. Um, we, so we have to recover and then we have to take those, what we learn. and we have to try to rebuild in a fairly short period of time. Typically, we have to rebuild into another race uh, and then we do the same thing. We recover, we rebuild, we learn, we grow, we apply, race again, and so on and so forth. So very, very kind of hectic and reactive period of time. Now it's also very exciting, you know. The race season is is fun, or, or at least it should be. And that's, that's that classic extrinsic motivator that we want to race, we we want to do well, we'd love to get on a podium, we want to win. Um, all those things are are great, but we don't have a lot of control over that time period, right? We we we're we're managing fatigue, we're trying to maximize fitness. It's a balancing act that doesn't allow for a tremendous amount of growth, oftentimes. Um, it 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 really relies heavily on the work that we did much much earlier in the season that's the fitness that we're drawing from, and then we build fitness and and we peak and we bring you know come into form and all of these different things during the race season but it's it's a very reactive time period it can be very hectic um that's not the time for true growth as an athlete um, The time to 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 build on the potential for success is during the winter time, that proactive time period, uh, which is, you know, at the end of your race season to, you know, the beginning of your first kind of build for the, the, uh, the following race year. Um, that's the time period that really moves the needle. Um, and again, I'm not saying you don't build fitness during race season or that's not important. Um, but I, I'm a huge advocate for kind of coming back to home base and making sure that the winter season is one that's proactive, that you're working on things that are specific to you. Um, uh, that's the other thing during race season is you go out and do a race and then you have to respond to the field, right? Unless you lead the race the entire time, um, you don't have a lot of say in the efforts, right? So So they might... Um, play to your strengths. They might play to your weaknesses. You're kind of along for the ride uh, and you're learning and you're adapting and you're making decisions about how you're going to dole out your effort over the course of a race. Um, and then, it, and then, you know, it kind of just falls where it may. Um, during the wintertime, we can actually build interval sessions and, and make sure that we're hitting the specific duration intervals that we need at the specific percentages of, of your threshold. Um, dialing that in makes sure that we're, we're doing things that are specific to you as an athlete um, and you're not, again, being in this reactive state where you're just responding to, um, to all of these uh, external uh, components of the race season. So number three, uh, just feeling 100% confident that what you do during the wintertime time. Um, if it's appropriate to you, you know, again, if it's, if it's individualized appropriately, if, um, you know, proper training principles are being applied, that, that is moving the needle and, and, and really probably the most critical component or time period in laying the groundwork for any success that you have during the race season to come. So it's not about proximity to race day. Or the race season, it's about thinking uh, about your race calendar or your goals as an athlete in a in a cyclical way, and that you know what you do now is going to come back around um, and and you know be the building blocks for success and growth that you're able to apply to race day performance. So just know. Um, that, that this time of year is is so important, uh, and the work that you 're doing in the you know, kind of darker of winter, maybe you 're on the trainer, maybe you 're on a treadmill, um, you know, maybe you 're riding solo because the group rides have fallen apart. whatever it is, those less exciting, you know, oftentimes less less exciting um, sessions um, can really be the most foundational uh, and important work that you do for for the season to come so just to recap number one was find your why outside of racing Um, again what is it that that keeps you excited keeps you motivated um, that doesn't have to do with race day so so figure that out for yourself and that's going to really help you connect that those dots between the winter season and the seemingly far away race season number two don't force it Um, so if it feels like uh, the sessions you're doing are being forced. If it, if the weather's not cooperating, if it's dark, if it's cold, whatever it is, if it doesn't, if, if all signs point to no, take a session or two and switch it up. So, so, you know, do, do something else. Don't force the long ride. Don't force the long run. Um, if it's, uh, if, if it's not, uh, something that's exciting to you and if it starts to feel like a drain, um, Bank that motivation for later in the season because um, you're going to need it. And lastly, number three, just knowing that um, that the winter season is really when we move the needle. Keeping in mind that proactive versus reactive mindset. The winter season is the time to be proactive, to work on your uh, individual strengths and weaknesses. Make sure that you're doing the things that you need to do to be more successful than you were last season. And the reactive is is when we 're in the race season, uh, and then we 're along for the ride and it 's a fun time and it 's exciting uh, and there 's value in it there 's fitness in it, um, but it 's really not the time where we 're as individualized and focused as we uh, can be during the winter so hopefully that helps uh, hopefully uh, I think that those three things uh, in my experience apply to uh, at least one of those things applies to every athlete that i 've ever talked to about. Um, this, this idea of staying motivated during the winter. Um, hopefully that's the case for you. Um, thanks for tuning in for the mini-sode. Again, um, we'll keep this going. Uh, so send any questions to info at thomasendurancecoaching.com. Um, uh, also, thomasendurancecoaching.com. You can visit the website. We're putting out a lot of great content uh, over the holidays on the blog. Our coaches i uh, have been on a writing frenzy Um, So lots of really timely information. It's going to be launched on the blog in the coming weeks. Um, So check that out for sure. Um, We're also going to be doing some exciting things in the new year. We've got some great uh, great giveaways, some great contests and partnerships um, going with uh, some of our great partners uh, like Wahoo, CarboRocket, 33 Fuel, Precision Hydration. So keep a look out on our social media channels for that. Also, as a teaser, um, we're going to be hosting our first um, uh, first cycling uh, getaway uh, slash training camp uh, this April uh, from the 22nd to the 26th uh, at the Olympic Training Center in Chula Vista, California. Um, we're going to be launching all of our details on that at the first of the year. But just as a little teaser to plant the seed, keep a lookout. It's going to be a tremendous experience, uh, all-inclusive. Um, on-site nutritionist coaching um, lodging Uh, it's going to be a true um, training camp experience Um, we're going to focus on uh, do a lot of gravel riding um, and it's going to be really really exciting so um, stay tuned Um, i'll talk about it more uh, in subsequent episodes of the podcast um, but we'll also be releasing stuff through thomas endurance coaching um, on our social channels and, and the website so stay tuned. Thanks so much for joining, uh, and I will uh, see you next time.